It's the Who's On First Baseball Show with the coach, Carl Damasi, and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. The fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Talking all things baseball on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. And here we are, the coach and the baseball fanatic. Talking all things baseball on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. And good evening, sports fans, and welcome to season number five of the Who's on First Base baseball podcast, or I like to say the baseball show, because we want to make it to the big show. That's what we're really talking about here. Oh, yeah. Once again, it's called Damasi, the coach, and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. Season number five, buddy, episode number two. Who would have thought that we would go this far? It's like we're coming into a double here. Yeah, I know, Coach. I mean, it's my favorite time of year. I'm already taking time off of work. Opening day is around the corner. We got to do a great first show over at Coach's Corner, thanks to John Henderson. And, man, I am so ready to talk about this upcoming season. We got a ton to talk about. Let's get to it. This is my favorite week of the year. Okay, first, though, you're coming into second base. Close play. Do you come up cleats high or cleats low? It depends on the play. I'm not about to spike a guy. But I will take him out of the play if it means my runner gets on first. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, you're not gonna be Ty Cobb coming cleats high? No, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go in my steel showing. That's not who I am. It was not the type of player I was. The Georgia Peach. The Georgia Peach. <laughs> He'll do anything. The first real Pete Rose, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. He was the first Charlie Hustle from good old so, Royston, Georgia. All right. So here what we're gonna do. We play. One, two, three, four innings. The first inning, we're going to go talk about opening day. We're going to talk about uh, who is the favorite team to hopefully win this whole thing this year. And then what's going to happen with the first week games that were canceled because of the great strike, the 99-day strike. But now they're going to move them through the season, so we'll get to that. Inning number two, Braves focus, okay? We're going to break down the chances of the Braves winning the whole thing again. Then we'll talk about the opening day roster. And there's a little 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 change into the Braves uniforms which we got to talk about you know they might be oh, a little yeah. golden okay then we're going to go to inning number three we'll talk about the local players J.B. Wendelkin, Josh Reddick all over Twitter saying he didn't cheat and then of course we got some local players that are coming back and getting back into the major leagues or they go into the independent leagues so we're going to talk about That's that right. and how, how can we forget about, about the Savannah Bananas oh, the yeah. Savannah Bananas I mean it's the world tour. It's got everybody going crazy. It's all over the national uh, media circuit. Hey, you got to love what they're doing with that product over there. And in the fourth got inning, it. this year, he's up one nothing on the coach. We take baseball trivia. Two questions, two innings. If we go are tied, we go to a tiebreaker. If it's a tiebreaker, it's like kissing my sister, but I don't really want to do that. So uh, let's start this off with Major League Baseball opening day, Thursday night. Big guy, how many games are on the slate? Right now, we got nine games going, Coach, on Thursday, and the rest of the league will continue playing on Friday. A lot of great games, and of course, the Atlanta Braves are going to be playing at home with their home opener. You'll get the ring ceremony. You'll get all that against the Cincinnati Reds, but nine great games. I am taking the whole day off, and all I'm going to be doing is watching ball because it should be a national holiday. Am I wrong? No, it should be. It should be. It used to be a national holiday when we were kid, kids. We we we, we would always cut cut out, and we, you know we get in trouble, but we'd always find somewhere to watch it. So uh, yeah, you got to take off. But uh, 
There's nine opening games. Okay. First one, Yankees at the Red Sox, 105. Yeah, classic. And I, I know where you're going to be. Cubs at, versus the Brewers at 2 220. Oh, you know it. It's going to be then, it's going to be freezing cold. There might be snow on the field. We don't know. <laughs> then the Nationals take on the Mets at 405. The Mets are already having their problems. Uh then the Royals take on oh. the Guardians. The Guardians. The Guardians. The galaxy of Cleveland. The but they're the game. Indians. They'll always be the Indians. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I know it's not politically correct anymore. They'll always be the Cleveland Indians. I don't care what anybody says. And it was a tribute to the Indians that they took that mascot. But, you know, people are whatever. Twins versus the Mariners at 410. Cardinals versus the Pirates at 415. Braves, Reds, 808. I know I'll be watching that one. Angels oh, versus marquee. Astros. Angels at the Astros at 938. And then the D-backs versus the Pir Padres at 940. Pretty good lineup there, buddy. Great lineup to watch uh, baseball. You Thursday all day long. And then they come back on Saturday, right? Uh, yeah, no, there's going to be some Friday games as well. There's There'll be a good slate. And uh, you'll see a couple come out there. So it should be a lot of fun. Okay, so open today, new rules. Go ahead, spit them out. I'll let you have the honor. All right, keep it short and sweet. We are playing a full 162-game season. There will be double headers at the end of the season. And that could be crazy because there is now – a 12-team playoff scenario. And that means more exciting baseball down the stretch, more players getting a chance to go to the playoffs, and more players on rosters. We are starting right now in the first month of the season. You will have 28 players instead of the traditional 25 players. That will go down to 26 as of May 1st. The rule will come back into effect during the doubleheader. Now, the biggest thing, and this is probably one of the biggest changes in baseball history, universal DH, National Leaguers, National League pitchers, put those bats away. You're not using them anymore. God bless them, but it's not going to happen. Say goodbye to the bunt. That is now a universal DH between the American League and the National League, and this is the rule that I hate, and I know you do too, Coach. There will be that extra runner on second, which I thought was going to go away during the CBA, but it is not. You will have an extra runner on second to start the 10th inning. Those, in a nutshell, are the new rules for Major League Baseball per the new collective bargaining agreement. I'm just glad it's over. I can deal with the DH. That ghost runner really bothers the living heck out of me, but here we are. I can't deal with it. So, and, uh, like, like the baseball fanatic said, Kyle Lawson, uh, it's going to be uh, – Double headers, full double nine headers. inning double headers. Yes, the first yes. week, all the games that were canceled the first week because of that 99 day strike. Okay, is going to be put in the schedule, and that's where the first set of double headers could take place. But then we can have a second set with rainouts and everything else because we got to get 162 games in. You got to get them in. Okay, I know we got the three minute rule here. Okay, predictions. Uh, I'm going, uh, you know, I you got to go. Start, let's start with the National League, okay? Thank you. I gotta go. You. I gotta go with the Dodgers and the Braves, just like last year. They both look uh, unbelievable again. You add, breaks my heart, Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers, and of course the Braves. We get Matt Olson, so it's going to be a good fight off. We get a great uh, relief pitcher in Kinsley. So I mean, I, I mean, what more do you want? What do you think? 
Well, I'll tell you this right now. The Dodgers are indeed the class of the National League. They go out there and they sign Freddie Freeman, the longtime Brave, to a free agent deal. He's going to fit into that superstar infield that they have out there in L.A. Even Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers, has come out and said, if we don't go to the World Series, something's wrong. I'm paraphrasing here, but they are an unbelievable team. Now, you mentioned going out to the East right now. The Braves are still the class of the East right now. They go out there and they get Matt Olson a Georgia native, an Atlanta area native. And if you haven't stayed up to watch him play for the Oakland Athletics, he's an unbelievable player. He's five years younger. They signed him to an eight-year deal, basically making him a brave for life. He comes in right now. He's got power. Truest, truest park. You know you're going to hit some bombs out of that place. And so this is a good move. And, I mean, even though Alex Anthopoulos was brought to tears, this was the tough decision you had to make as a general manager right now. God bless you, Freddie. We love you. Good luck in L.A. Welcome, Matt Olson. You're going to rake it, us. Okay, so let's go now to the uh, junior circuit, the American League. No, I no, no. Go. we got to talk about the Central a little bit in the National League. No, 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 no. We're, we'll do that. We're going to do that next week, okay? we got to keep going. You want to do that next week? All right, all right. Let's start favorites. Stay let's... on topic. There we okay, go. Stay, That's my stay on point. Topic. That's my point. I, I know the Central is, uh, you know, it's bleeding your heart that you can't talk about the Cubbies. But, uh, okay, that uh, – <laughs> American League, I got to go. I think I'm not going to be surprised with this, but I, I mean, you know, I'm a Yankee fan through and through. I know, I know. I'm telling you, I'm going to say it's going to be the Blue Jays against the Astros, and I'm going to take the Blue Jays going all the way. The Blue Jays look so good. You got Vlad Jr., you got Bo, you got Kevin Biggio. Yeah, and, and they went out there and they made some really good picks. That, excuse me, some really good pickups right now. They lose Robbie Ray in free agency. They go out there and they pick up a Kevin Gosman, who's pitched great, you know, for, you know, for a variety of teams, really, but he's really coming into his own. They pick him up, they get Josh Donaldson, and they get Yusei Kikuchi to come in there and fill in for the pitchers that they've lost. I think they've improved their pitching staff, and I think through the class of the National League East, I think they will be in the ALCS. And I mean, these are the picks from MLB, but I really, truly believe this is the time for the Blue Jays to shine. But don't forget, they also got a new hot third uh, third corner, you know, playing a hot quarter. You got Matt Chapman, which is a big up, pickup, oh, too. Oh, Matt Chapman, once again, from the dismantling Oakland A's. That's another guy. You got the two Mats. You got Matt Olson on first, now in Atlanta, and you got Matt Chapman, man in the hot corner, now north of the border. In Toronto, the guy's an unbelievable player. They're going to hit like crazy up there at Rogers Park. And, um, I mean, the Blue Jays, I think, of the class. All right, so that's inning number one in the books. Opening day, new rules, who we think is going to win everything. We're going to go around the horn starting next week. we got to get one week under our belt, see how it's shaping up. We'll, we'll make sure we don't forget the NL Central next time. Okay, and we'll get him in there. So, uh, once again, inning number one in the books, you're watching – the Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach, Carl Damasi and Kyle Lawson. It's all brought to you by Coach's Corner because we're all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Don't forget, starting tomorrow night at Coach's Corner, it's the 19th hole with the Herb Brothers They're talking back. all things Masters. They're back. And who else is back? Tiger Woods. You got to love it. So make sure you check it out. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Facebook. The 19th hole on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. And once again, John Henson, thank you for letting us do this. All right, inning number two, the Braves. Braves focus, defending defending World Series champions. Uh, you know, I mean, let's break down their chances. And I think they're very, very good again because of the acquisitions they had 
they just lost Jackson, though, season-ending uh, injury to Mr. Jackson, one of their top elite pitches. So we'll see what happens with that. But what do you think? What are their chances there, uh, Fanatic? I think they have a very good chance to compete and get back to the NLCS. I mean, I have a really good feeling they're going to be battling it out with the Dodgers in the NLCS. I mean, that I, I just I mean, it seems so obvious right now. Freddie's gone. He's a legend. But you bring in Matt Olson right now. We know we just talked about him. He is going to be your stalwart for the next better part of a decade at first base for the Braves right now. He's in he's five years younger. He signs an eight year contract. And what's so special right now is you get all the pageantry on opening day. You're taking on the Reds at home in Atlanta at Truist Field or Truist Park, pardon me. And um, you've got the nice, beautiful uniforms. You get that golden tinge because guess what? You are the world champions. You get to wear that. You get to get those beautiful rings right before that first game, before Max Freed goes out and blows everybody away. It's going to be gorgeous. It's a long time coming since 1995. Congratulations to Braves Nation. You deserve it. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you got to go online and look at those uniforms with the gold outlining across the Braves, across the – oh, we're not saying the Tomahawk? Okay, the numbers, the little, the little MLB insignia on the back, right in the middle of the back on top of the neck, they're golden. They won the gold last year. They're going to keep the gold on the uniforms. I think – I I mean, I love it. Oh, I think so too. And, I mean, I know they're only going to wear it for the first series, but to the victor go the spoils. My Chicago Cubbies did it in 2016. They look gorgeous. And, I mean, they deserve it. And it is going to be a packed house. And you are getting all of the ammunition back. Uh, obviously, you mentioned, you know, Luke Jackson going down for a season ending. But – you look at that opening day lineup right now. It's the exact same as what you had last year. And you're going to get Mr. Acuna coming back in May. So, Coach, let me go through the opening day starting lineup as it looks to stand for Thursday. You got Matt Olson, your new acquisition at first base. Dansby Swanson. You go to third base with Austin Riley, who is going to put up crazy good numbers this year. Ozzy Albies. You look in left field, you still got Adam Duvall, one of the sneaky great picks. You know what kind of power he can hit for. And then you got Eddie Rosario. You bring him back. He does some yeah. great work. He's going to fill in that great gap until Ronald Acuna comes back, hopefully in late August or early May. You got Marcelo Zuna coming off the suspension, and uh, hopefully he can add to the team. And, of course, you got Travis Darno coming up in his last year of the season that is your opening day lineup for the braves and you know that big right-hander max freed is getting the nod as the opening day starter now is Contreras going to play in the outfield or is he going to catch i still think he's going to get a chance to catch potentially right now but he has the skills to go ahead and be a potential outfielder i mean you put him in the corner you maybe put him in left or right william Contreras is going to get some looks right now and and he's not going to play every day because Travis Darno has locked that down. But be expect him to factor in. He could even factor in in a DH situation. So, and rumor has it, it's been all over social media. Our boy, Mr. Acuna Jr., might be back before May first. Yeah, it's very true right now. He's taking his at bats, and I love the video. You go around YouTube and watch it right now. He hits a bomb. You know, he's trying to get his knee right from his ACL last year, but he hits this bomb, and it's gorgeous. Goes down to Florida, hits one to left, and he goes, I'm back. Drops the bat. What else can you say? Can't wait to have you back, Ronnie.
Now, what about boostering that bullpen, buddy? Well, there's been a couple of key acquisitions right now. You get longtime Dodger closer, Kenley Jansen. And he even said today. I said Kinsley. I'm sorry, Kenley. Kenley. I said Kinsley. Sorry, hey, I apologize. Hey, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. This is why we do this. I know. And, I, um, butcher, I butcher the names and you fix them. No, nah, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I butcher things all the time. But That's Kenley like, Jansen. Like they call comes me Sal Barber. You know what I mean? Sal Barber Magley, who pitched for both the Dodgers <laughs> and the Giants. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. But, and you throw him into the mix with guys like Tyler Matzik. You look at A.J. Minter, Sean Newcomb, who could still work as a swing man, as a starter and a reliever. You got Will Smith, who led the way, albeit with some heart palpitations, in that bullpen getting the saves last year. And they had Colin McHugh. Good years with Baltimore. He's been around the league for a little bit. Should be a good piece for the Braves' bullpen right now. And uh, since we're talking, we talked a little bit about the bullpen, let's talk about some of the arms that are coming out of the starting lineup. Right now, your top three are as expected. You're going to go with Max Fried. You're going to go with Charlie right. Morton, the veteran. Ian Anderson, who who really did well down the stretch. But then you got a couple of names you're going to throw into the mix. Guys, maybe you can piggyback that first week of the season. Guys like Kyle Wright, Waskar Inoa, and, and looking at Tucker Davidson, who's had a really good spring. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about Strider? That kid throws the ball. He's been clocked at 100, 102 miles per hour. You think he's going to get a shot? Throws, he, He's got some gas, man. He can throw it. He can throw it. He's got that great fastball right now, and I think he will factor into a start here and there. You might even see him as kind of a swing man, a guy you can bring in for like uh, maybe in a doubleheader situation right now. And you're still looking at Mike Soroka, who's still waiting to come back from that Achilles injury right now that took him out for the whole year. Can If he can get back and get that leg strong and get his arm right, that guy has world-class talent. He could factor into the rotation, but we're not going to see him until at least mid-season right now. So a lot of mixing and matching right now, but your, t- your first, your one, two, three guys are totally set for the Braves. All right, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. What you got? All right, we got two minutes left for the Braves focus segment. Who's going to be your biggest surprise for the Braves this year? Biggest surprise? Surprise. Hmm. Surprise? Uh, honestly, now, that's my biggest surprise right was was the the great tra- trades after the All Star break. So that was a big surprise. Do you foresee that coming on, or you think we're going to stick with the same guys? We lost Jock Peterson. That was one of the, the, the one of the biggest pickups during that run. So what do you think is going to be the biggest surprise? I mean, I don't rule out Alex Anthopoulos doing whatever he can, especially in this window. You want to you want to continue. You want to try to go back to back right now. You did it with your bats last year. Would not surprise me to maybe add an arm, and we will see what happens right now. The Braves' farm system is still pretty rich in assets right now. That would not shock me to go out and get a veteran arm at the break right now. Uh, as far as the surprise that's currently on the roster, I don't know if he's really um, much of a surprise based on the spring. I think Mr. Strider is going to give you some good starts down the stretch. That's my pick to surprise and be a big factor in the Braves rotation. All right. So we're going to see what happens. Hopefully, you know, they could have packed it in when Acuna went down, but they didn't came up some big trades, won their first world series since 1995. So pretty impressive what the Braves did at the end of the season. Hopefully they will continue it this year. And like you say, Thursday night, eight o'clock, they get their blink. So make sure you watch it against the Cincinnati Reds. Let's do this. Up there in a battery. You know, that's where they're going to be playing, in a battery in Truist Park. You know a I mean? battery. The battery. So, all right. 
Inning tip number two in the books. Going to inning number three. We're staying on track. Okay. Uh, once again, you're watching the Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach Carl DeMossi and the baseball fanatic Kyle Lawson, all part of the Coach Corner Sports Network. Don't forget, starting tomorrow night, Facebook, YouTube, Coach Corner Facebook page, YouTube, the 19th hole. You can see the Herb brothers, Brent and Sean Herb, breaking down the Masters. Great job last year. Funny as could be, it's a little adultish. So, I mean, if you don't want your kids watching it, just, you know, there's going to be some choice words thrown out. That's right. Cover those ears. But you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. And in the next break, I'll tell you who's playing in the Sound Garden this weekend. Besides the show, uh, you got to get there. The Sound Garden has been uh, it's phenomenal. made the, the Henderson cabin. I mean, it looks like just the cabin up there at the Augusta National uh, Golf Course. It's pretty special. Check it out. Inning number three. Let's talk about the local players that are in the show while there's only one. There's one trying to make it back. There's one that got back to the minor league baseball, and there's two looking to do it in the independent ball. So let's start out with the only guy we know right now that's going to be in the starting lineup is J.B. Wendelkin out of South Effingham High School. you got the stats, buddy. He's having a good spring. Yeah, he really is. J.B. Wendelkin, formerly with the Oakland Athletics, uh, was a um, – he was uh, – Basically put up on waivers. He was picked up by the Arizona Diamondbacks, a time a team that's kind of in flux right now, trying to rebuild. Had a phenomenal spring right now. One and ER one and record right now. Um, sub two ERA, one point six nine, and he's pitching five games, five innings, getting a fair amount of strikeouts, and he factors into a rebuilding team that. I feel like he's going to be a really big part as like maybe a bridge guy, like a six or 70. He could factor in as a really good stopper for the Diamondbacks. And um, yeah, really happy for JB kind of, you know, just finding the success that he had at one time with Oakland and he's carrying it over this spring and good luck to him in Arizona. All right. So that's JB Wendelkin out of South Effingham high school. He'll be with the Arizona Diamondbacks, but we got to talk about the other guy. That had a lot of major league experience, I think 13 years. He's got some bling from the Houston Astros. Yeah, he went a couple right. of places last year. Well, now he's down in Mexico, and uh, he's trying to make a cutback, comeback out of South Effingham High School also. Uh, so let's let's take it right out there to the man who started with the Boston Red Sox, Josh Reddick. So uh, any news on what he's doing down there in Mexico? Well, as of right now, he is still playing with Los Aceros del Norte, and he's down in the Mexican League, which is which is a very it's it's a very strong league. Um, uh, they've been around for a long time, and uh, there's several major leaguers that are currently playing down in the Mexican League right now with expanded rosters. I have no doubt that Josh will get a look later in the season. Now he made the call during the lockout, right around when they went into the lockout back in December. Go ahead, go for a team, you know, continue to get the reps, go down there, get his at-bats, get his work in, get the video up, and get a chance to get back to the show. And I know he still has something to add. Um, we know what he can do defensively. He's always been a strong hitter. And uh, there might be something a little bit left in the tank, but he goes down to Mexico and uh, he's kind of betting on himself right now. So, Josh, we hope to see you back here soon. Well, it's going to be exciting. we got to see if he can do that. And uh, while I'm going back, I'm checking my uh, controls here to make sure I, I connected the battery, which I, I messed up <laughs> a little while ago. Hey, that's okay. This is why we do it. We're all running, we're all running good, uh, so we're back on track. Okay, some local players quick uh, that are going to try and make a big comeback. Tyler Bachelor on March 30th was picked up 
by the Minnesota Twins. Okay, he's played with the Mets and yeah, the Pirates. Yeah. Tyler Batchelor out of Calvary Day School. He'll be starting at with the St. Paul Saints, Minnesota's Triple A farm team. Pretty impressive, eh? Yeah, that's a really good start. You get to come up there, you get a little taste of camp. You go with the St. Paul Saints, you know, that was a longtime independent club, and now they are the AAA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, just right up the road in Minneapolis. And uh, hopefully, Tyler can show what he showed with, um, you know, it was with Pittsburgh, but he was also with the New York Mets and get a chance to get back to the Twins. And the Twins are actually going to be a really fun ball club. So, um, just really happy to hear this for Tyler. And if he puts in the work and he can finally locate his pitches, he's going to do great. And we got two young men also out of Calvary Day School trying to make a comeback. Okay. They're going to start in the Atlantic Independent League. Okay. And of course, we're talking about two more Calvary kids. That's right. Don Damasi, who played in 2019 uh, with the uh, High Point Rockers after he was licked, or after his release from the Cleveland Indians. And then uh, our man who played with uh, the Smokies for you guys, the Tennessee Smokies. Yeah, that's right. Cubs, Lyle Lola. So they're both going to be starting out in that Atlantic Lyle. Independent League up there in no other than Charleston, West Virginia. It's not the West Virginia power now. It's the Charleston Dirty Birds. Dirty Birds, what a great name. I got to get some merch for that. So best of luck to, I mean, Dom, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear about that for you, Coach. You know, I mean, he made it to AAA with the Columbus Clippers and the Cleveland Indian system. And great to hear, you know, about, you know, Tyler Bachelor, you know, who spent, or excuse me, Ryan Lawler. Yeah, gone it. We were just talking about that. This drafted, is why we drafted by the Braves in the eighth round. Yep, he was and uh, got a second lease on life with the Chicago Cubs. Spent some time with the AA Tennessee Smokies of the Southern League. And the Atlantic League is a really strong league. They're going to play in a great stadium. It's a strong league. A lot of major league talent has been picked to go into out of the Atlantic League. Um, you know, you look at teams like the you know Long Island Ducks, you know, and teams like that. It's a it's a really good place to get a second chance to get yep. back with an organization and make a run back to the show right now. And I'd say the level of play in the Atlantic league is around double a. Well, we've had, we've had guys drafted at it or not drafted, but uh, bought from the Atlantic league that have made it to the major leagues. And the oh, biggest absolutely. one right now is absolutely. Mr. Bo, Mr. Bochet with the uh, Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Oh Yeah. Absolutely. Getting that second chance to go back and get it done right now. Really funly, really talented. Man, I love the name, the Dirty Birds, the Charleston Dirty Birds. I just talked to one of my best friends who's a, you know, Cubs fan, but he's also born and raised, you know, Mountain Mama, West Virginia. He could not be happier about hearing about this, and he's going to try to make a run up to see the boys this year. All right, so you got the Charleston Dirty Birds, the Staten Island, not Yankees because they're no longer part of the Yankees organization, but they're the Ferry Hawks. Like fairy the fairy, hawks. fairy hawks, not fairy well, hawks. Take the fairy. The fairy hawks, the Gastonia Honey Hunters, which used to be Gastonia Grizzlies, part of Jesse Cole's little uh, fans' first entertainment group. High Point Rockers, the Lancaster Brainstormers. Oh, sorry, Barnstormers. The Barnstormers. Barnstormers. That Love used that. to be one. That used to be one of the first uh, professional baseball teams, right? Way back when. Yeah, uh, Lancaster, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, Lexington Legends, the Long Island Ducks, the South Maryland Blue Crabs, and your York Revolution. So there you go. All right, quickly, two-minute drill. The Bananas, the Savannah Bananas are on the world tour. 
They just finished in West Palm Beach. They're going to be home this weekend. But I hate to tell you, buddy, they're all sold out. Sold out. Can't do it. No scalpers. Everybody wants to come and watch the Bananas. They've been on this world tour going all over the place. Major leaguers have shown up. They've been mentioned on so many different uh, just national media outlets. It's been unbelievable. Even my favorite Chicago station, 670 The Score, mentioned, you know what? Do it right. Have fun. Look up the Savannah Bananas on YouTube. They're having a ball. They're doing the robot. They're going on stilts. They're doing exactly what you want. It's the baseball circus that America needs. And it's 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 all about entertainment, but the baseball is pretty good also. Yes, uh, the, very much so. The defending Coastal Plain League champions won't roll in till May when they get into the college wooden bat league with the Coastal Plain League. So right. this is right now former Savannah Bananas and former players, major league players, minor league ball players that put these two teams together. So you have the Bananas and the Party Animals. Uh, it started out in Savannah way back on April 11th. They've gone to Daytona, Florida. They've gone to Montgomery, Alabama. And Alabama. One of the best, I thought, minor league name, name nicknames ever, the Montgomery Biscuits. Okay. Oh, yeah. And now uh, West Palm Beach, and now they head to Savannah next weekend. And then they go to, what's the last one? Uh, before they go to Kansas City, Columbus, Georgia. We got Columbus, Georgia, and we also have Birmingham. Once again, they go to Rickwood Park, and they go back there for the second year in a row on the 16th of april yeah should be a really good time that's one of the oldest wood um yeah basically old, oldest wooden bar ballparks in the in the country besides grayson stadium <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> so once again and they also are what are they six and two against the uh party animals on this six row? and two against the party animals they go out there they dominate there's a lot of good players on each side and they just bring fun wherever they go but there is a lot of talent you got a lot of guys i mean and these are professional players but not only that, they're just they're just having a ball, and they bring fans wherever they go. They got eight thousand fans over the weekend last week when they were in West Palm Beach, and Johnny Bench, probably the greatest catcher of all time, was coaching first base. How much more fun can you have? And we talked off air on this. Oh yeah, we have Bill the Spaceman Lee. Both these guys faced each other in the '75 World Series. Oh, one of the greatest World Series of all time. The Spaceman, he's 75 years old. He still pitches every week, still throws that crazy EFIS pitch. Maybe it's, I told you, I told you, it's not the EFIS pitch, it's the Leafus pitch. The Leafus pitch. Leafus. Bill Spaceman Lee, he calls it the Leafus pitch. Okay, okay. He's already marketed that. I guess yes, the yes. Bill throws the leafus. He goes out there. He puts a cold, refreshing adult <laughs> beverage down. He goes out there. What does he do? He gets three outs. The man's 75 years old. The man that also faced Johnny Bench in the 75 World Series. And man, he looked good. He looked good in that blue and yellow. Yes, he did. Okay. Inning number three in the books. Okay. So we had uh, the local players in the major leagues, in the minor leagues, in the Mexican leagues, giving a shot to, uh, for that dream. Okay, and now, uh, of course, inning number four, we go to baseball trivia. But remember, this is all presented by Coach Scorner. Coach Scorner has their own sports network. Don't forget, starting tomorrow night, it's the 19th hole with the Herb Brothers talking all things Masters from the Henderson Cabin on the Soundgarden stage. Uh, talking all things Augusta, Augusta National Golf Course. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. They've given out two green jackets. I wonder who's going to get the third one, but we'll find out on Sunday. Okay, 
in the Sound Garden Friday night. We got the big all. We got the big engine band. Okay, so they're going to play songs like "Shake That Thing," "That Girl's a Freak," "Turn It On," "Party Like a Rockstar," "Sister Mary." So you're going to get a lot of good '80s, '90s songs. And on Saturday night, they come back with the All Good Music Company. Okay, and uh, it's a you know sort of like a bluesy rock kind of band. So once again, Soundgarden Friday and Saturday night. Besides the 19th hole on Friday and Saturday night, should be a lot of fun out there. Check it out because it's all sports, all music, all food, all fun. Since when? 1991. All right, there we go. Baseball trivia. Okay, let's so, go. Uh, who went first last week? You remember? I'm trying to remember. I honestly, I really don't know. So if you want to have the honors, go for it, Coach. Now nah, I like I like uh, being the cleanup man, so I know whether I'm going to win or win or lose. So okay. I'm going to okay, okay. I'm going to be I'm, I'm going right. to be the cleanup. All right. Okay. So here goes. First question for the coach. Sticking with opening day a little bit here. Who has the most opening day major league starts? Come on, come on. Remember. I told you this a long time ago. I used to be the biggest Met fan until they traded this pitcher away. And then I revolted. I went to the dark side. I became a Chanky fan. Tom Seaver, buddy. Tom Seaver. Most opening day starts. I didn't even say as a pitcher. Oh, I thought but. you wanted a pitcher. All right. You didn't phrase You're the right either right. way. You're right either way. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I can tell you right now, 11, 11, uh, 11 years for the Mets, uh, three for the Reds, and uh, two for your arch rival, the White Sox. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, you pitched for the scumbag White Sox. There I said it. Hey, 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 hey. This is an adult, you know, a kid-friendly show here. I know. That's why <laughs> I didn't say anything. He also came back to the Mets in 83. So, right. you got one right there. Opening okay. most opening day starts as a pitcher, of course. Tom Terrific, 16. 16 in a career. Tom Seaver. Go ahead. Okay. You'll probably get this right away. We'll right, keep with on. that opening day theme. Who is the only pitcher to throw an opening day no-hitter? And how young was he? Ooh. Okay. I know it's Bob Feller. He threw it in 1940. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. All right. When, when they were allowed to be called the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, well, since 1901, yes. Uh, okay. Daggone it. How old was Bobby? Uh, whoa. <laughs> okay. I can't remember when his birthday is, but I know he was born in 1919 in Van Meter, Iowa. I think. I think he was 20. Oh, isn't that he a was 21. Okay. He was 21. You missed oh, it come by on. one year. You All missed right. it by you one year. On the birthday, I gave you the year. Well, right. I just, I just asked for the birthday. I didn't ask for the year. Ah, oh. I got to take it any way I can, buddy. Ah, oh, man, you really stuck it to me there. Okay. All right. As far as a position player, my second question is: Who has the most opening day starts as a position player? As opening position. day starts. Opening day starts as position player. Opening day starts. Uh, and he played the same position the whole time. What you got? It's either the Iron Horse or the Iron Man. 
I'm going to go with Cal Ripken Jr. That is a very good guess. It's Willie Mays. It's a say, hey, kid. He started more opening days than both those players? Yes, he did. But how do they keep their streaks alive? Okay. I'll it's give it close. to you. It's close. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. So it's 1 1. Hey, right. I'm just looking at baseball reference here. I've been doing this since yesterday. All right. So All right. What? It's 1 nothing. You got to get this to tie. All right. I got to get this okay. to tie. What you got? Come on. I. Right. Uh, you probably know who threw out the first pitch, the first president. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's one for you. Who is the only president to throw out the first pitch with his right arm and then with his left arm? He was ambidextrous. Give me that president's name, and I'm not going to ask you for the date. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, you just missed it, buddy. Who came after him? Harry Truman. Harry Truman is the only president to throw out and dead gun the, the right. first president okay. to throw out a pitch. It was the Washington set. It was against the Washington senators and the Philadelphia A's. And it was William Howard Taft, the fattest president we've ever had. He's hey, the reason the, they had to put in a bathtub in the white house. The, the fat guy wasn't going to give me that answer though. I wasn't going to go with the most obvious who threw out the first pitch. Who was the first president? Cause I knew you knew that two. I win. I win, I win, I win. Man, one, one. you went dirty on that. You went dirty I, well, you know, on that, and I love it. This is what this whole trivia thing has to be about. We've been asking questions to each other for five years now, and you got me. Okay. And one it's never one. been tied before. We're tied. You know that. That has what? never happened. That wow. has never happened. <laughs> I still hold the all-time series lead, but the coach has been sneaking right. up on me the past two or three years. Coach. This has been a ball, and man, we got a lot of baseball to watch this Thursday. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Once again, the Braves start at 8.08. I know you'll be watching the Cubbies at 2.20. And who are you taking on? The Brew Crew. Uh Uh-oh, scary team, Cy Young winner. Is that that a big rivalry? Yeah, and uh, and then we go up there, and I simply refer to it as Wrigley North, but the Milwaukee Brewers are a very talented ball club, and it's going to be so cold. I hope we can find a way to score more than three runs against Corbin Burns, the reigning Cy Young winner. We'll see. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just excited to watch baseball again. All right. So once again, you have just watched season number five. Sorry, you just watched episode number two. It's season number five on the Who's on First Base baseball podcast, all brought to you by the Coaches Corner Sports Network. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Facebook, YouTube, the 19th hole, Coaches Corner Facebook page, YouTube, the 19th hole. You can see Sean Herb and Brent Herb, the brothers, breaking down the Masters for the third year in a row. It's really good. A little adult. Let's check it out. Don't forget, in the Sound Garden on Friday night, we got the big age, the big engine. Shake that thing. That's a pretty good song, isn't it? Shake that thing. Yep. Big engine's been around for a long time. Should be a the, good time. The girls freak. Turn it on. Party like a rock star which I am tonight because I won trivia, and, of course, systematic. <laughs> All right, don't forget, on Saturday night, we go to the All Good Music Company, Old Songs, Georgia Rock. Uh, they're, out of Ath- they're out of Athens, Georgia. They started in 1990. Check it out. Go, go to Eventbrite. Get your tickets. And once again, John Henderson, thank, us, thank you for letting us do this. So what are we going to hear Thursday night? What's the umpire going to say? Play ball. There we go. Oh.
Once again, whatever you're doing today, tomorrow, or Thursday night, always sit in the park. And until we talk to you next Tuesday night again, or maybe even Wednesday, we'll make a live appearance because we'll have one week over our belt. May it be your best week, week ever. And once again, we enjoy it. We thank you for watching us. And uh, once again, we've hoped you enjoyed this. And remember, you also can listen to this on TuneIn Radio under the Call of Demonstic Sports Report. I'll be posting that uh, as soon as I uh, get this uh, little uh, show spliced together. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Coach. It's been a ball. Let's watch some baseball. Let's have a good week. Let's do this next week. You got it. It's time to get out of here. And you know what song we play when we get out of here. Just stay and listen. Thank you.